Hello, guys, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, Quad Talk Radio live in 4K back again. So, this is all this hype about this movie, Woman King, and I came across this article. Very interesting, very, very interesting indeed. History of the Kingdom of the Dahomey and the Dahomey Amazons. The Woman King starring Viola Davis will explore a raging war from the perspective of a fearless and powerful military regiment. Prior to its September 2022 release, the film's striking first photographs caught the internet's attention. Many people may be wondering if the Woman King's all-woman army and the Kingdom of Dahomey are real. The answer is both a resounding yes. The Kingdom of Dahomey and Dahomey Amazons have rich have a rich and interesting background that you should know prior to diving into the film. Let's take a trip back into time and uncover some vital and at, at times complex complex West African history. Believe me, it it gets uh, pretty dark. The Kingdom of Dahomey existed around circa 1600 until 1904 within what is presented known as Benin, a Western African country. The area was initially settled by the Fawn people, a Gib ethnic group that still exists today. It took residence on the Abtomi Plateau, establishing a king to rule over them. It wasn't until their third king, Hobaja, came into power in 1645 that the collective truly began to organize and hold their power. Under the influence, under his influence, administration, and religious practices, their dominant religion was Vodun, got a firm foundation as they did what any kingdom must do to establish its dominance and authority, conquer nearby areas. By the 18th century, the kingdom of Dahomey was on a path of economic growth and expansion. Much of this came from the abysmal practice of slave trading, which they did with European traders. It was a matter of either enslave others or become enslaved yourself, and Dahomey chose the former. So... These Amazon women were fighting for a king who was for slavery. Let that sink in. So there's going to be a movie about these, you know, fighting Amazon pro-slavery black tribal women. So, yeah. That's uh, that's something to go for. Let's keep going. The kingdom would capture people and sell them in the Atlantic slave trade in exchange for goods like rifles, tobacco, and alcohol. And the kingdom of the homie kept some captives from enslaved within its territory, forcing them to work on plantations and cultivate food for its army and royalty. The annual custom of the homie would often feature the mass execution of enslaved people for human sacrifice, giving gifts and vodun ceremonies. So now we're fighting, we're, you know, you're going to have some, some black American women, liberal, that are going to be for, definitely for this, liberal black feminist women are going to be definitely for this, not knowing the, the history that there were monsters. The kingdom of the home became known for its intrinsic artwork. Holding traditions and it's all women military. Yep, that's what I think. This is just a way to sell money. To, I'm sorry, to sell it to liberal feminist black women, possibly single mothers. 
and who are of the alphabet community. Because that's who's really going to go for this. That is who's really going to see this in droves and not really think about or even do research on who these people are. And it's all women unit known as the Dahomey Amazons. More about them later, of course. Near the mid-1800s, the kingdom began to decline with pressure from Britain to stop slave trading. During this time, King Gezo, who was played by John Vega, who portrayed in The Woman King, was in charge and staunchly against ending this lucrative business. Okay. I don't know what to tell you, man. It just seems it's looking bad already. The homie began to crumble for the fearsome kingdom <clears throat> in several ways. The Royal Navy put a blockade and patrol up against the homie's coast. The nearby safe haven refugee city-state of Akubudi defeated them in a major battle, and growing tensions with France set the stage for war in the impending decades. There were two Franco-Dahomian wars, which ended in 1894 with France taking over. The Kingdom of Dahomey eventually became French Dahomey, a colony 10 years later. It transitioned to a self-governing colony, the Republic of Dahomey, with full independence coming in 1960. In 1975, the area got yet another name, the People's Republic of Benin which later simply became the Republic of Benin. That is the official name today, but it's colorically known as Benin. Yes, the history of the Kingdom of Dahomey is quite a lot, but how did the Dahomey Amazons fit into all of this? Their origins are murky. They came to be during the rule of Heyubaja as a collective of hunters known as the Gibito. A lot of the documentation about them comes from the perspectives of European visitors, including naming them Amazons. However, they called themselves Mino, which means our mothers in foreign language. Some of them were also Ahosi, king's wives. As expected, the documenters saw the Dahomey's Amazons as overly masculine, inciting fear among them. The collective began a large number, with estimations upwards of 6,000 women by the mid-19th century. They would remain single, dedicating their lives to the kingdom and excluding things associated with traditional womanhood. <clears throat> the kingdom of the homies' penchant for frequent conquests and violence led to many men's deaths, and the kingdom gave up many of their own people as slaves by force to the powerful Oyo Empire. This is where the Dahomey women hunters likely rose into the military ranks to become fighters. Oh yeah, the women are gonna def the feminists, the black female feminists are going to like this. Some of them were captives, but many came from Dahomey, volunteering to be of service. Of course, women did not play the, the rules, ended up in the regiment. They could hone their undesirable traits into something useful for war. They went through intense training, getting into supreme physical shape, and deadening their over-emotional towards death and violence. Becoming a Mino was an avenue for many women to obtain what they didn't have previously, wealth, status, and influence. There were different specializations among them, with some experts with rifles, a bow, and arrow. Their uniforms, marketing, regiment, distinctions, Royal Davis character, Nasiska, represents one of the Mino's commanders, a woman warrior whose skill and leadership surpasses her counterparts. Of course, they fought in the French Drahomian Wars and disbanded after France's takeover. Yeah, they got really beat up 
You know, I read the articles. They got really, they got their butts handed to them. Some of the warriors went on to live a traditional life, while others struggled after years of combat. Well, PTSD, trauma. Interesting, the last living Dahomean Amazon is thought to be Nawi, a main character in The Woman King, played by South African actress Nolta Mimbidu. In the film, Nawi will be recruit will be a recruit who comes under tutelage of, Nanis- of Nasiska. She spoke with a historian in 1978, saying she fought against the French nearly 90 years prior. She died in November of the following year, with her age estimated over 100. While this seems nearly impossible, the regiment did have girls as young as eight in their ranks. So it is quite possible she was a preteen or even a teenager who fought in those battles. The homey women warriors have popped up in a recent entertainment like Lovecraft Country and Black Panther. The Dora Majidi obviously draws some inspiration from these warriors. Now they are coming to full focus in the Woman King. The series of synopsis reveals that Naniska, the general of the unit, and Noi, a recruit, will fight alongside each other against enemies who enslave who enslave their people and try to destroy their lives. Within the con- inclusion of Boya's king, we know that we will see some of the beginning of the end of Fordomi. But we may also get looks into the origins too. See, I don't think they're going to probably put the real story of um, how the Dahomey got down and how this country in Africa was brutal and was part of the Atlantic slave trade, which is what brought African-Americans into existence today. Of course, the film is inspired by true events, which means it's not means it will not function like a documentary or story that sticks strictly to the facts. There will be a creative liberty taken, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. The Kingdom of Dahomey engaged in some morally skewed, to put it lightly, practices that were the norm of this time period. But behind the wars sanctioned by royals and gore are actual human beings. These women likely served because they want to protect the ones they love or prove themselves in some manner, or they were not given a choice in their life trajectory. In many war conflict situations, each side perceives themselves as the protagonist, right? Yep. Everybody thinks they are a hero of their own story. The synopsis indicates the film will now, I'm sorry, will show this conflict through their heroic lens. Perhaps the narrative will pit them against real-life enemies like the British and French along with the other African communities. The Woman King is a great vehicle to humanize the Dahomey Amazons, a.k.a. the Mino, in a way that white male documenters did not in their observations. It will be interesting to see how the film will depict the kingdom of the homie and its women warriors. I'm sorry, but uh, um, masculine women are not attractive and they did that, you know. You know, they did things that were not cool. Alright? All I see here that I know Hollywood's going to make this propaganda tool for recruiting more feminists and alphabet mafia that's how i see this that is how i see this all right and i can't feel sorry for them you know being decimated for what they did they you know they conquered other people they took their you know sold women and children to the europeans you know and 
to make it a movie about it, but I bet you it's going to be on a political slant that's going to make these women look like they are heroes. I mean, they made the title Woman King. What do you think? Come on. They know what they're doing. It's clickbait. But tell me what you think about this uh, movie. Now that you know the facts. Okay. Just as brutal or just the same as white slave masters. Except for the fact that, you know, human sacrifice. Let me know what you think in the comments. Still going to see the movie? Now that you know what you know. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Later.